Welcome back to Challenges of Faith radio program, episode number 20, Ponder and Apply Time. I'd like to acknowledge God and the new listeners in the various states in India, Philippines, and Japan. You know, as I close out today's segment, I want to acknowledge my cousin, Pastor Edward Lane, who recently stood up for right versus wrong. You know, for the disadvantaged people, you know, Edward and I received the same messages from our grandmother and our sibling moms, you know, moms who were siblings, who are and were both no-nonsense individuals, you know, like our grandmother. You do remember the stories I've been sharing since episode one. Have you not? You're sure? You know, you've heard me talk about my beloved mom and parents. And Edward's beloved mom, Aunt Louise Lane in New York. Also, I want to thank my remaining uncles on my mom's side. Richard Gibson, who was sent on a mission to find me one day when he had just returned from military duty abroad. (laughs) He found me sleeping in a a car in mother's and dad's yard. I had vowed not to return to an all-white school that was showing overt racism. I also would like to acknowledge Edward's sister, Red, and then my dad's remaining siblings. Alice Christine Thomas, Uncle Charles, and Colonel Omar Lewis, for their also showing care toward my older brother Michael and myself. Final acknowledgement to my siblings Carolyn, Debbie, Jeff, KK, Karen, Kevin. I'm Gary McKenna. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. You know, Gallup that 47% of Americans identify as religious, 33% as spiritual. Say what? Yes. Spiritual but not religious. 2% volunteer that they are both. It says although the vast majority of U.S. adults have one of these orientations toward the non-physical world, the 18% who say they are neither religious. Are you paying attention? you remember what the topic is for today? This is for the spiritual watchers, but specifically my community. You know, the black pastors. You know, the ones that should be out front leading versus their members in the congregation. Ryan Foley, a reporter, reported that black Christians were more likely to say that they're engaged with scripture than all other Christians as new data shows that African Americans were more likely than all other cultural demographics to attend church at least monthly. Wow. At least attending. Did you hear about the 
report released by the American Bible Society, Chapter 4, the State of the Bible 2023 report. It's titled Spiritual Vitality. And in that report, you know, they had interviewed 2,761 adults, had a margin of error, of course, but how many blacks in the United States now? Now, I know it's more than the 2,761, but let's continue with the report. It says the latest chapter shows how the ways in which Americans connect with God, impacted beliefs about God, church-going habits, and level of scripture engagement. And it found that a strong example of spiritual health and community ministry in the black church. It talked about how black Americans led the way and every measure of holistic spiritual health. It showed that black Americans are 44% more likely than all other Americans to attend church and 59% more likely than other Americans to be scripturally engaged. And that talked about the reasons, you know, because of social, economic, and institutional disenfranchisement. Black Americans have traditionally had difficulty accessing public and private services and so forth and so forth. So it ended up giving black Christians a a high score of 76 compared to 69 for whites and 68 for Hispanics. If you get a chance, read the report. The question is, how about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ to impact all that I've been talking about? for the last 20 episodes. Now, I'm going to take a sip of my water. It's coming out of, you know, every time it nears uh, winter, I, I seem to catch a cold. Across the United States religious groups, most more see decline of marriage as negative than positive. It talks about a report that the Pew Research Center put out. It talked about how the evangelical Protestants, 55%, say that fewer people ever getting married will have a negative impact on the future of the United States, while just 4% say it will have a positive impact. Now think about it, a positive impact when you two individuals divide from each other and break up. That's positive. Really? You sure? Other groups also view a decline in marriage as more negative than positive, including mainline Protestants, 42% says negative, 7% says positive, Catholics, 37% versus 6%, and members of the historically black Protestant tradition, 34% versus 14%. By comparison, there's much less concerned about people having fewer children. In fact, Catholics and members of the historically black Protestant tradition are about equally likely to say that people having fewer children is positive for society as to say it is negative for society. So having children is deemed to be negative for society. You keep hearing me ask each time, 
of the segments, what is the current population of the United States for 2023? Did you ever do your research and find out what the true numbers are? So, where are the spiritual watchers? You know, Christians, followers of Jesus Christ at from my community. On all of these causative factors affecting our communities today and future, who would keep the black community from moving forward? Let's make it real. You know, I started off spiritual, you know, the devil, people, system, and ourselves. You know, my beloved mom, who translated over day after Thanksgiving, while I was in the gang world, she said, you can be anything you want to be, and don't let anybody of any skin tone tell you anything different. You remember the frog story? Who were those two persons? Do you remember? Or did you give excuses for not moving forward? Have you been able to identify whoever's in your life that's come in your life that told you to stay where you are when you know you shouldn't? Did you ever check the motives? The members of Generation Z in the United States, those between the ages of 12 and 26, generally lack trust in political and society. According to a new study from Gallup and Walton Family Foundation, they expressed the lowest levels of trust in Congress, the news, and the presidency. How about you? spiritual watcher of all skin tones, but specifically the black community. Now, on the other hand, college students are attending revival events, but how about your place of worship? Or yours, or yours, or yours, but I'm talking about my community. You know, speaking of an event, brother and pastor Kevin Wayne Johnson You know, he's trying to help pastors and their families. And he's hosting at his place of worship, you know, the Legacy Church Development Conference that he's going to have November the 6th through the 10th at Celebration Church over in Columbia, Maryland. He at least is trying to do something from our community to the the point where he's invited pastors, to, the wives, you know, individuals who say they're preachers, deacons, ministry heads, and leaders from across the nation. You know it's time for us to awaken out of sleep where you are and where you are and when you are a pastor behind the pulpit. All of that data you've heard me share from episode one leading to now, What role have you played 
and causing that person to just stand still and stay in that water and not move forward. Whether it's from a spiritual standpoint, biblical-wise, or down here on earth moving forward in life. And the question is, will you obey God, Pastor? William? And again, if you, you don't know the history, then it's time. You know, put the pride aside. You know what the word says about pride. You know, finally, you know, my parents who are with God, again, hope you have somebody around you that is not telling you you're doing okay when you're, you're not doing okay. And out of respect, that's what they used to say to me. You're not doing okay. You want somebody running that's not going to tell you what you want to hear. Pastors, is that what you have surrounding you? Individuals who are telling you what you want to hear versus God telling you what you need to hear, what you need to be doing? Well, God have us here for a purpose. And again, You've been entrusted with the individuals that have cried out to him for help. And the question you got to put before yourself while going before God and others, what are your motives? Are you really there to help the people be all God would have them to be? Because, you know, it starts with you. And then after it starts with you, then you can go out and address those community leaders. Hopefully they came from your pews. Address those doctors of all titles, educational of all titles, sociologists of all titles, criminal justice, nonprofit entities, judges, political leaders. Are they in a right relationship with God? But before you can ask them that, are you? Because if they're not, what do you expect from them? Where are they leading you? Think about it. And if you're not in the right relationship with God, Pastor, where are you leading the people? Well, that's a valid question, don't you think? Or maybe you went before God. Remember the owl? Praying. Asking God to send you somebody to lead them. And how about the person that God sent to you? Are you leading them to him? Or the right way down here on earth? Or are you deceiving them? Are you telling them what they want to hear? Don't you think it's time to, to get up? And you got to remember, <clears throat> slavery is over with. Unless you are in a personal enslavement with somebody, some form of addiction, you name it. Men, 
of my community. But it's applicable to any male, whether you're a non-Christian or a believer. You know how you offended, disrespected the woman in your life that God blessed you with. Get on your knees. Get right before God. Get up. Go to her. Put pride aside. Tell her what you did or done was wrong. Ask for forgiveness. You know, the spiritual enemy along with the two-legged ones, that's what they use to keep confusion, division. If she doesn't forgive you, it's on her. You've done what God led you to do. And do the same thing with your children. Whoever God brings to your heart and mind. Why? Again, the spiritual and two-legged enemy is using that stronghold against you. It's intentionally done. Think about where there's no communication, there's no trust, there's no unity. Look at all I've talked about since episode one, since the days of slavery until now in all areas. It begins with you. You two pastors, because you have the charge over the flock that God gave you for him, not for yourselves, not for your personal gain, your personal glory, not for you to compromise or sell out for money, sell out for a title, sell out for recognition, sell out to be a part of this person, this group, this group. And the same is applicable for the pew member. You're the light. Are you hiding? Remember when God calls our name. We got to give an account. Remember the recent study who this generation does not trust and the reasons? You know, remember all scripture is not to you and I, but it, we can apply it to our lives if it's applicable. You know, like the one in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will hear their land. You know, if you have a chance, listen to um, a song. This is a move. You bless me still. And get ready. Get ready by Curtis Mayfield. The next time we finally head toward today's issues affecting my community. And you, and you, and you, the population. Yep, that's where we were headed all along. Remember, 
A lot of times you have to go back to come to where you are before you can move forward. But you don't stand still and you don't keep going backwards. You know it's true. I'm Gary McKinn. I'm pondering applied time, episode number 20. I'm challenging.